everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Watch It Out with Jay and MJ. I'm Jay. I'm MJ, and this might be a confrontational episode. Look, will you just let me do my thing? I just don't understand why you can't just let me live. From the very beginning. Um, full disclosure, um, I'm in a good mood, but for some reason I'm a little combative, and I don't understand why. Like, I don't know why, and I think it's a, it's a thing that happens with best friends. When they become kind of like your brother or something, um, where you have no reason to dislike everything that they say, but you do. <laughs> but you question everything that comes out of their mouth. Yeah, I don't know why I'm doing it. And I'm in a good mood. I have my donuts and everything. And I just don't understand. I had to stop a chapstick, though, because I forgot my oh. chapstick. I had to stop and buy a whole new chapstick that I'm never going to use again because it's chapstick it's brand. Like cherry? Can, no, I got the moisturizing. Mm. Cherry gross. Um, I don't think many others kind of chapstick just a two and I, I, I was just i was annoyed by that and then um the donut line was out the fucking door which it still moves pretty quickly but i was really annoyed by that as well and then i also went out drinking last night and played to stay out for 45 minutes and was out for four hours on halloween weekend i was like did you at least wear a costume no why would i fucking do that why? i don't know did anybody wear a costume at the bar last night? There were tons of people out with costumes, and a lot of them were shitty. And it's fine, because the bar I went to was basically like a college bar, I mm. call it. So I'm like, of course you're wearing a shitty costume. And that's perfectly fine. At least you are involved, I guess. Plus, it wasn't like a super cold night. Like, it was actually like a pretty nice, chill weather yeah. situation. So like, like a nice jacket nice. would be good. Yeah, well, I mean outside but inside it was like 450 fucking degrees and that well. whatever that bar went into i was like holy shit like it's like hot in here and i'm not yeah. even around anybody like i was in a spot where there was nobody and i was still sweating my balls off so oh, wow that's obnoxious but i did get to see a friend i haven't seen in a few years which was really cool good um i got to meet some new people um and then i <laughs> i love how i like I'm, I'm very i think i've learned something about myself i think i'm very good at vocal gym or at um at verbal gymnastics mm-hmm. in some situations because i definitely put my put my foot in my mouth by saying something about somebody and i totally turned it all the way around and stuck the landing i think i did like i was like how did i do on that and they were like you somehow pulled that out and i was like yeah that's amazing i've seen you do it so i, I know you can do it I didn't know I could do that. I mean, what, what do you call I, I know it's not, is, is it like, is that what I call it? Conversational gymnastics? <laughs> you you sometimes it? get on the verge of rambling, but you, you keep it concise at like, I don't like, keep it concise. But if it's rambling, it's not concise. No, I said it's almost rambling. Like, like you, you, you know where to tread that line to where like, if I kept going and just like, went on a, a rant, it would just be completely ramble and like madness, but you know when to pull it back in and kind of get back to your point and circle back around like you 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 know that perfect point where like if i could just take one more step it'd be too far i need to come back this one i went i went all the way like i i jumped in with like with like a conversation that people were like um <laughs> um and i was like what and i'm like oh but you know this is why i think that and this is how and this is what makes sense and this doesn't make any sense and girl be you like it's it's your day. Like why? You know, I'll have to tell you about it later, just in case they listen. They don't listen. I'm telling you now. So this. Uh, <laughs> wow, you don't know our reach. Um, um well, okay, they I'm, might. Not gonna, I'm not gonna tell it. I'm not gonna tell it. Don't don't yeah. <laughs> it, it, don't relive the it's drama. Not, this person doesn't even remember what happened. This person was so drunk that there's no way they remember any conversation that they had last night. But regardless, it was cute to be uh like out, and I hate being asked to do something like an hour beforehand i was gonna ask you because that's the one thing i know where <sighs> you have said before on here you need to have some social lubricant and be prepared for the outing yes so being asked an hour before i'm sure got under your skin you're like oh, do i really want to go do i not want to i it feel did. like i should go but i don't want to go it did okay. and i think what helped was that i sat down i was texted and i was like mm, no i'm probably not gonna go to that plus it's halloween weekend mm-hmm. and then I sat down and watched Drag Race and ate a margarita and, some, and ate some tacos. And then all of a sudden I was like, okay, sure, I'll go out. So maybe tacos and margaritas are my social lubricant. I mean, margarita in general, yes. Tequila is, is the go-to standard. And I thought we'd said switch. I didn't think it was more tequila summer year. I thought it was whiskey something. Old-fashioned autumn? Yeah. But we had tacos. Okay. So tequila, mar- margarita, and, it, it just tacos. makes sense. It makes sense for me. Yeah. Um, and plus I still have tequila left over from tequila summer, tequila year. So <laughs> I'm like, I have, I have a half a bottle in there if you want to take some with you. No, thank you. Okay. Um, okay. Hi guys. 
<laughs> we um, had to get all that out of our system. Um, our docket for the day. Yes, we're gonna discuss the new uh, Black Adam film. See both sides. Yes. Yeah. And then the show we're reviewing today is uh, Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. Not Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. Just Rings of Power. No, I think it is Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. Okay, well then, girl, work. I think it is. Oh, which a, which a long name, so. Um, so we're going to discuss that in our show today. It is Lord of the Rings. It's a very the, long. The Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power. It's a lot of thes. It is a lot of a, a lot of a lot of those these these um and if we have time before the review we are going to talk about our thoughts on uh violent nights yeah maybe maybe let's, if let's we see, have time let's see if we get there um are we discussing the taylor swift album no because i refuse to emily's had on replay for the last week she's talked to me enough about it we don't need to discuss i refuse to listen to it first off and here's the reason why because okay i will say we're not gonna talk about it let me talk about it we're gonna talk about it we're gonna discuss a little bit we might okay. as well, everybody else is might as well Fair enough. i know it's not a watch or not but it can be a listen or not <laughs> and she has visuals so those can be a watch or not don't watch those <laughs> don't make um, me spit water on our equipment that's um, just rude but i mean i i i've said this before so short but sweet i don't i don't go searching for taylor swift I've never really, I never really liked her vibe. Yeah. Um, I've never really, I've never really enjoyed her. Woe is me. I'm the victim. She writing. breaks up with a lot of people. It's not just that. It's just, it's just like a very, it's just like a very much self-proclaimed victim thing that I just don't get behind. Um, and I don't feel like her music is growing up with her. With it. I, I don't think the okay. L- lyrically. Okay. I will say, I, I do feel like the music has grown and changed from her like poppy country stuff and has evolved. But the lyrics, yes, I agree. Right. The I actually was like, when I heard Folklore and what was the other one? Evermore, maybe? Mm-hmm. Last like, year. Yeah. I actually was like, someone convinced me. They were like, Jeremy, it's different than her other stuff. And I was like, Ugh. and I listened to it and I was like, did I, like, did I come away liking every single song? No, but was I coming through going, okay, mm-hmm. okay, this is a little bit of a different sound, you know, your her, her voice is, is steadily a six and a half, seven out of ten, okay. but this, like, I was like, okay, you know, I was like, this is a different vibe, I, I actually was like, this is, if there was one I can get into, this is what I could get into, and okay. I li- actually listened to a few songs, and I actually really enjoy a few of those songs, Um. And is it hypocritical to say that I didn't even want to try this one? No, because I already knew listening to it. Like I heard, the, I saw the, the title of the first one was one of the songs "Antihero," and I'm like, <sighs> I to be honest, I haven't listened like listened to it. I've heard it in the background. I've heard some snippets on like a TikTok mm-hmm. or a reels, but I've not actually listened to any of it yet. Yeah, and I, I don't think that I will just because. Um, I think that I was I was listening to um a couple podcasts and it. it People who are like in the really pop culture scene are, mm-hmm. are really kind of mixed. Some people are like, eh, it's okay. Some people are like, this feels like a step backwards and all this sort of stuff. But, you know, it's whatever. I do have a feeling I'm going to get forced to listen to some of it at some point. Emily described it, and it wasn't like she wants to listen, like, like sit down and, and like take it in. Mm-hmm. She's like, it's good background music. Like, it's good to like, while you're working, have some noise in there. Like, she so says she's not really paying attention, but she likes the sound of what you actually hear from the instruments and the actual music, not really the lyrics. Okay. Is, okay. is her take on it. Okay. That's an interesting take. Yeah. Because to me, like, when I think about, like, the other big release, which was Renaissance, mm-hmm. I'm like, that shit is not background music to me. But um, if that's something that should be getting played all the time everywhere right now, but still, I could, I could still, I could still, I still actually enjoy listening to that album, and it's been, like, three months. Okay. Which is cool. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to talk about. I didn't mean to talk about not talking about Taylor Swift. No, that's fine. I just again, I feel like today is going to be more like a get things off your chest kind of comment. It might be. It might be. I it, really hate this chapstick. Do you? I have some uh, Jack Black somewhere. No, I don't want any. Not that we're Jack sponsored. Black. We would be gladly sponsored by Jack Black. The com- yeah, if you want, yeah, Jack Black could be. I mean, except actually, no, that's fine. Um, yes, Jack Black. If you would like us to do your. Uh, if you like, if you listen to these vocal gymnastics we're having right now, <laughs> we're 
hurt or for not sticking the landing. We would gladly and you ex- like this raspy voice to to you know talk about your products. We would gladly sample out. any of your chapsticks. I swear by their chapsticks. That's that's why I have I have four of them floating around the house I, right now. I'm only saying this because I literally think like my catch all bowl like behind you mm-hmm. on my thing. I think see there's some in there. Oh, I have four specifically. Okay. And I love them. Um, so. Black Adam, let's talk about it. Yes. Uh, so DC's newest delve into movie. Uh, <clears throat> I, I have mixed reviews on this because going into it, I saw all the previews and people going, it's been acclaimed as like the best superhero movie in years. Yeah. Like where, was, where did that come from? And then I looked at the reviews and the critics on Rotten Tomatoes were giving it like a 50%, which I'm like, which critic says it's the best in years and gives it a 50 it's I, I I did recent reviews after and a lot of them are a lot of them are up and down. A okay. lot of them are like it's either like people were saying this is great or people were saying this is not great. So um but regardless for me, I would in I, I would have watched the movie because I like The Rock. Yes, hands down I was going either way. So and apparently this project's been in the works for like ten years, I wanna say. And see, um, I, I feel like going in my other concept i kind of formed was the rock's never going to put his name behind something unless he thinks it has quality he produced it so it had to have an, an air of like not perfection but like polish on it that he brings to the table because he's not gonna put his name or money behind something otherwise yeah i, I definitely think it was paul i mean I, def, I definitely think it was polished i think what did you think of the story i liked the story I think it was very centralized, though, in like what it was. It, I feel like it could have had maybe a little more depth. I'm happy it wasn't like a super long origin story, like a lot of these other mm-hmm. first time movies mm-hmm. are. So that was really like a refreshing. Um, <laughs> I kind of guessed on the ending just because the. Of course you did. Well, no, the first part in the beginning you where. <laughs> and the very first part you Here know it's, no no the guy who comes up and goes i'm not always gonna be around for you, you that's the rock's voice even though he was speaking like you could tell that's his voice and i'm just like why oh, you it? could tell it was his face well yeah but, but like when he was like helping the kid like at the very very beginning yeah i would say you could tell it's his face when you see like him in shadow you can see yeah so that's right if was, you know the rock's face which i do and and, and so that's like you hear his voice you see his face i'm like so okay obviously blackout on me is him but then they played it as like it's the kid. I'm like, oh, okay, so maybe it is a little spin. But I was like, why would you have the Rock be this character randomly if he's gonna be like? So I, I kind of was like, that's weird to cast that if you're not gonna do something with it. I don't understand what you just said. Because at the very end, it's not the kid when he releases his power; it's the dad of the kid. Right. I think they were doing that because we. I understand why they did that though, because. Because one of the things that confused me the most about this movie is that Black Adam's power is... Shazam. Shazam. Mm-hmm. So, of course, you think it's a kid because when you think about Shazam, you think about kids because those are all the kids. Yes. So, I understood why they went that route. But now I'm confused about Shazam. Um, <clears throat> After the movie, I went and looked up the history of Black Adam because I want to know if that's actually how it does. That's, that is how it is in the comic books. Yeah, but it's just really confusing. It confused me. And it's because uh, I don't know anything. But I'm like, so like if he has Shazam powers and they have Shazam powers, like do they like suck the power from each other? Like can they use it all at the same time? Yes. And I, I'm like, I'm assuming Black Adam is more powerful than the other ones because they have Shazam powers put in a six and he has all the Shazam powers all in one. Um, so Shazam, the whole thing is he picks a, what is the term I'm looking for? Um, conduit. Basically, someone to embody his powers, like like his conduit. But there's a different a champion. Like he, he picks a champion. Avatar. Of the yeah. Will you calm down? Of the calm. era. You're very combative. You're very aggressive. Um, but he picks one of the era, and he'll give that to them. Normally, like you said, it's a boy. The history of Black Adam, though, he gave it to his son, who, well, like, or like gave it to the kid. But the kid was like, I need to save my dad because his dad was dying at the same time. So Shazam gave it to both. In the comic books, I think I remember right, is the kid was going to be the peaceful kind of like whatever mm-hmm. of it all. But then the dad was like, well, we can't do that. We have to be like a force to be reckoned with. And I think he ended up killing his son and took his powers to have all of them at once. Mm. So it's very dark, like it's supposed to be. 
So it's very similar, but not exactly the same as the comic books. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of would have, I kind of would have enjoyed. I think, I think they softened him. I actually think I would have enjoyed mm-hmm. that aspect a little bit more. I think I, I did, I did like this movie. I did like a few. I did love a couple of callbacks. Did you, did you get some of the callbacks? Some of the, um, um, you probably didn't understand some of the. Uh, is it called a callback? If it's like if it references some of the references, I'll say. Give me an example. Like they, this was they were full on referencing um, Terminator Two Judgment Day. Oh, um, yeah. They, I mean, just like with the uh, relationship between um, Kyle Connor, Kyle, no, not Kyle, not Kyle, not Kyle. Who is the kid? Sarah Connors and John Connors. Yes. Um, like the uh, relationship between John Connors and Terminator, like they mirrored that. A lot of like, let me teach you some things. You're kind of destructive. So, so they kind of really took that blueprint mm-hmm. a little bit of this destructive thing that can be evil, but it has it depends on you know either who's controlling it or you know where their mind space is. Yeah. So I did I did think that some of that was funny. I think that kid, I think some of his acting was a little bad. Um, if I'm being honest, <laughs> like at the very end, he's like addressing this crowd of people, and I'm like he's he's like. Hey everyone, we have to do everything we can. And I'm like, kid, scream! Like this is not like you don't have a microphone. I just don't. I don't yeah. know. Some of that was. So, I think the end, I think some of the things in the end really kind of took me out of it. Yes, like the skeleton army. I was like, what the, is the that? very the very end is where I kind of like dropped yes, off. Yes, because uh, everything else just seems so. I mean, I know there's CGI, but then you know our main villain is like was like super duper CGI. And I'm like, I don't know. I fell out. It, 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 took it was me, literally the devil. It like, took me out. Yeah. I, did you catch that? It was the upside down, like the pentagram on the guys, like yeah. the King from the past yeah. chest. Like, and they kept talking about the demons and I realized that. And I was like, okay, you know, it'll be like some, he'll have some powers. I didn't think it was going to be similar to Shazam in that mm. format. But when they pulled out and had him become like the literal devil, like yeah. red with horns, it could have been something else. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it was a lot. Um, but the, I, I always complain about the CGI for DC. Like at this point, Marvel it, has some bad CGI they, too. They, so they do, mm-hmm. but Marvel has had better CGI over the years. So poach some people. I'm not like I'm just like if you're gonna be using CGI, poach someone who's better at it. Guardians of the Galaxy. I, those CGI's like Rocket and Groot and th- and things of that nature are great. I think it depends on what. I think I really think it depends on depends on what's being CGI because it is kind of like, um, <clears throat> excuse me, um, like Thanos mm-hmm. looked a little stupid. But the examples I gave, like you know Groot, Rocket, the things from Guardians of the Galaxy, like those aliens, those all look good to me. Yeah, to a point, but I, I'd have to, I'd have to really like think about that to be yeah more into that but this would that kind of dropped off a l- just yeah. just mm-hmm. in the, at the end for that but um or highlights uh a love the acting the well, music was hilarious mm-hmm. um okay. th- 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 just just the music choice made the movie to me like when you're sitting there and you have one of the um the brother uh or the uncle of like the kid singing baby come back like oh, okay. and, like this like those are like throw-ins those are fun yeah there was some cute humor in it um i will say stand out for me was was pierce brosnan yes i was gonna get there um if i'm being very honest um i do think it was a cute way to introduce some some, some dc characters we don't really know much about i knew about dr fate from the injustice video game um okay i wasn't familiar the hawkman i was the dr fate i wasn't uh dr fate was was in the injustice video games okay um Hawkman, I only knew about in passing from a CW show. Mm-hmm. Um, Cyclone, I don't know who the fuck that bitch is. No idea. And then Adam Smasher, I thought was, I thought that was the character in Cyberpunk 2077. And I was like, oh, is that where Cyberpunk got Adam oh. Smasher? And then I was like, oh, you mean Atom, A T O M, not Adam, A D A M, who is a villain in Cyberpunk 2077. You're welcome. Um, How did you feel about the Henry Winkler of it all? He was in there for four seconds, but like, but, yeah. I mean, I mean, underused. Um, very, very, very reminiscent of like Ant Man and the Pym Particles. I think. Mm. 
like very similar like because ant-man shrinks and he's got an old man who gave him this costume right right this right. one grows and he like it's I very mean, they all take things from each other they do. like it's it's different but um i, I mean who, I, I love how they try to make cyclone is supposed to be like the new domino like everything she did was not to say she was a bad character but everything she did was 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 a slow motion mm-hmm. and everything domino did in deadpool was in slow motion yes. i'm like i was like this is kind of um fine um and everything i don't know I, I think i walked away going i think i walked away being like the rock this is a, this this is cool for the rock yes and we're obviously going to see him more um yes so i'm like i'm intrigued to see what the rock could do i just hope he, he could do it in a better vehicle i still think this movie is in i think this movie is enjoyable it is one of the better watch it, it is i still think shazam's the best dc movie so far i don't which one do you think is better Hmm? What, do you think this one beats Shazam? I think Henry Cavill is better than any DC movie. <laughs> the actor, not like as Superman. Yes. Oh, okay. I was say, but I'll say Shazam is my favorite. The Supermans were my second favorites, and then this one's my third. I liked Wonder Woman. I think Wonder Woman might be, might be my top. If I'm being extremely honest, um, I don't remember the first one. The second one left a bad taste. Second in my one was mouth. not good. No. Uh, the first one was really good. I don't um, remember that one. That one was great um shazam was good as yeah. well aquaman um, was aquaman wasn't terrible the newer one aquaman was kind of like suffer from the same thing that this, that this yeah story. i think the story was fine um I, I, I think the actor was better than the material yes i, I can agree i with think that. the same in this one where the actor was better than the material but they but there really was a great supporting cast I mean, Prince broadly was great aldous hodge was was sergeant dickums was great i'm like are you the new sergeant dickums like That's look at what you like um hell low um but uh, I, I do think the superhero movie win for the year is gonna be wakanda forever it's uh, gonna win. It, it's going to. I, I, mean, I think it is. If we're gonna say, I don't care how good they could have been, they could have had perfect superhero movies this whole year. What kind of forever is gonna be that? I, I, I'm, that's the one I'm waiting to see. Uh, so let me ask you one question. Mm-hmm. And would I, I have had sex with Doctor Fate? Probably. In that okay. outfit. So let me ask you a second question. Yeah. Hawkman. <laughs> probably. Um. Anisbet. Probably. <laughs> Um, who else are we gonna go through? Who else do you wanna ask about? I mean, Black Adam, would you? Probably not. He's just too big. I heard he's the only Marvel or the only not Marvel, the only superhero actor who's never who's acted without having to wear like a padded muscle suit to include, like look at him. It's like that's all you, baby. All um, is this the third Superman they've introduced into DC? I don't understand what you're saying. Like Superman, his powers, speed, flight invulnerability strength shazam speed flight invulnerability strength black adam speed flight like they're all three practically the same character aren't they like superpower wise and here like indestructible god-esque characters yes no i don't i don't i'm i'm i'm, I'm asking you like is are, are they too similar I don't know. Okay, I, I'm just. I was curious because of the. I'm not. I think gonna, you're trying to make a point. You're trying. You're, you you, you have a point of view. I'm not making that you want to that you want to make, and you want me to agree with your point of view by asking me the question. So obviously, you think that they're similar. So, so yeah, I do. That's fine if you think that they are. But that's what I'm saying. I do. Do you? I don't think. To me, I don't really look at it that way. It's all the same character to me. That's why I was like, that's to me, that's my point of like to this. It it almost seems like. A dark Superman is what Black Adam is. Like they need to make him really dark to me. So yeah, like I feel like they need to make him darker is the way to go, which would tend towards the villainy of it all. But yeah, so I don't, I don't know. Okay, I don't know. I I, I, we were doing so good until you just. I asked this. you a question. I'm getting, but you know, you know, we, you know what we did see over the weekend. We, I did see the story that. Henry Cavill is coming back as Superman, I think which he is has the confirmed. best, which is like mm-hmm. the best decision DC's ever made. In my entire, it, that, that I can say, not because I think Henry Cavill is like the hottest man on earth, because he is um, second to Richard Madden, who I wouldn't have thought about, but then I saw him recently, and I was like, "Yeah, Richard Madden's up there." I gotta go back and look at him. I don't know off the top of my head what he looks like now. <sighs> what 
like like what it looks like now. Um, did you also see that the WB gave? Oh my God, who is it? It's a uh, it's the guy who did the um. Oh, his last name's Gunn. He did the recent DC movie with, and then I okay that spun off into Peacemaker. What about it? They gave him and another guy um, titles of president of DC Universe. Like they're the ones that are going to grow and determine where DC goes with their extended universe and their movies. Now, oh, a little late for that. Um, <laughs> I was so like, that was the other big DC news recently. Um, but yeah, and then um, I think what's going to happen is um, with The Witcher. Um, I guess season three has already been filmed, so Henry Cavill is stepping away, and Liam Hensworth is taking over for The Witcher on Netflix. Really? Yeah, they haven't really said why, but I would assume the why would be because now Henry Cavill is gonna be Superman again. So scheduling, maybe who knows? Well, I think he stepped back originally because they weren't going to give him his own individual movies quick enough, so that's why he stepped away to do other projects. From what? From Superman. Because he's such a big prominent character and they've done him so much in the past. They're like, we want to, I think DC originally said, we want to do Flash, Aquaman, Aquaman, like all these other ones before another Superman movie. We'll see if Flash comes out. <laughs> I think they still confirm he's coming out. Yeah. With the, with the, with the Ezra Miller of it all. I think they still said they're going to do it. That's not a movie I'm really excited to see. I'm not, but that's where, if, if you're an actor and you're being paid based off your roles and you're only going to be in a movie once every seven years, obviously he went somewhere else to get some money. Henry Cavill. Sorry, I went back to Superman. Okay. But, yeah. Well, if you guys want to see Black Adam, you heard it here first. Um, <laughs> it is. It's a mixed bag. Yeah. It's 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 entertaining to me. If you like The Rock, I definitely think, it, I definitely think The Rock was good. If you like Pierce Brosnan, he was really surprised. I didn't even realize he was going to be in it. That was really cool. I actually did like the, 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 the side characters they brought in a little bit. So, I thought it was, I thought it was, I thought it was fun. It was good. I, I enjoyed it. Like I said, it was entertaining. I wasn't pissed. Um, all right, you guys. Well, you know what? Stay tuned for this week's review. Welcome back, everybody. Today, we are taking a look at Amazon Original, The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. The epic story. <laughs> the continuance <laughs> what's that one the forever story from, i don't know from like way back like the never ending story yes i had to watch the never ending story like in falcor it's been a long time since i've seen it our tags um so the rings of power is an epic drama set thousands of years before the events of J.R.R. tolkien's the hobbit and the lord of the rings um it follows an ensemble of cast characters both familiar and new as they confront the long-feared re-emergence of evil to Middle-earth. You're welcome for that. That a little bit of an accent. I didn't realize this was set so far prior. It, I mean, I, I think because of like the intro to the original Fellowship of the Rings movie, where they talk about these rings being made, that's where I thought it was setting up like right before the movie started cool i have no idea regardless <laughs> um let's go to cast and crew or cast and characters yes uh first we have uh morphid clark he's playing galadriel see i like can to you say it galadriel 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 I, I had to like think about it um she is basically if you watch Lord of the Rings back in the day, 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 like back in the day, day. Yeah. Um, she is who Kate Blanchett. She is young Kate Blanchett. <laughs> who is it playing young Kate Blanchett? Well, nowadays. nowadays, yeah. Um, but she's young Kate Blanchett. Um, she is a warrior, um, commander I was like, of she, armies. Yes. Um, and an elf. Well, yeah. But people may not know who Kate Blanchett was last in she the, and elf yeah not the yeah. ones that are in the, the santa's workshop but like the elf yeah like the elves tall immortal warriors yes not immortal just like they just live a long time right the light from their land gives them eternity if they want it but, but that's where they left their land to come here to fight um mordog and sauron but how do they age they 
they don't. I mean, they grow up. So they to, stay babies. No, no, they grow up to like adults, and then they kind of like stop. But that's where that's part of the whole plot here is the light that gives them eternity is dying. But they get that they, but they still age. Regardless. It's a Wolverine kind of thing. Like you age and you just heal over and over. Like like you don't die. But you still age. I guess. You age slowly, I guess. But did you see any elderly elves? There no. wasn't. There was. A, there was somewhat. There was that one guy who was there, and he was kind of like the king of whatever the whatever the the king of Elvestown in, in Middle Earth. He was like at least forty five. Okay, but did you see anybody past that age? I mean, they might have. Yes, that one dude that was walking around with Elrond. He had to be at least forty five or fifty. The one with the wrinkles. That guy. Moving uh, on. I'll have to go back and look. I don't remember a, a one with the wrinkles that was an elf. We have uh, Ishmael Cruz Cordova, who plays Arandia, who is a soldier, an elven soldier. And he's been put like in the town. He's in the town square, y'all. He's, he's over there talking about, yeah, 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 I'm watching out for y'all. You know? He's he's watching the... the he's the town sheriff. <laughs> he, well, no, he really is. He's watching the men, the actual ones who, who sided with Sauron's forces back in the day. Because humans can't be trusted, Ex- which, well, we, which we know. Men can't be trusted. We, we, we know this. Yeah. There's some of y'all bitches out there can't be trusted. You know what I mean? Um, and I used to always be like white people, but you know what? Black folks is crazy too. <laughs> um, I feel like I've seen Ishmael Cruz Cordova in a couple things, but my brain... When I looked, I was like, I have no idea who this dude is. So I didn't recognize him at all. I, he just looked familiar. And maybe it was just that pouty mouth. Maybe. Um, He was in... No. Oh, I might have seen him in... No, not that. But he was in The Undoing, but I don't think that was where it was. He was in The Mandalorian for an episode, but I don't think that was what it was either. But this guy has been around, and somehow he's in my brain. Okay. Um, then we have, uh, Hal Brand. Played by Charlie Vickers. Charlie Vickers. Now, Vickers. Now, now Hal Brand is like, um, he is like one of the survivors of the Southlands when they were attacked. So. By the orcs. He crosses paths with Caradriel. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it literally sucks every word out of your brain after you say it. Um. But he, he's like the heir of, or you, you see him a pouch that has the brand of the royal family of the Southlands. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so he is mm-hmm. the king or heir apparent to that area. Sure, sure. Um, then we have um, who did I say I thought were the main characters? We have uh, Bronwyn who's played by uh, Nazanin bon- Bonaidi. Boniadi, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, she is kind of like uh, the town that Aaron Deer is like watching. Um, she lives in a town. She's like the, I think, is she the barmaid? She's the barkeep? No. She's like the. Oh, she's a farmer. No, she's like the pharmacist. She like treats people. She grows the plants. She heals them. Do she though? She do. Okay. Um, and she, uh, and her and Aaron Deer are kind of like, you know, they're, they're touching in the shadows, you know, the, the forbidden finger, love fingertips, you yes. know, behind the trees and stuff. Um, and then we have, uh, Robert Arameo who plays Elrond. Now, can I tell you something about Elrond? Yeah. I love key would get involved with Elrond. And that, he ain't even my type like that. But the more it went on, the more I was like, Elrond? He got that chin. I don't even know if it's the chin. I don't know. I mean, I mean, honestly, objectively, you look at him and you're like, he looks like he's 12, 14, 15, almost. But there was something about that little half smile that he had. He has, and he played with his character. He has a presence where he comes in and, like, you know he's there. He played young Eddard Stark. And now that, now that they say that, I'm like, oh, my God, that was him. Did he? He played a young Eddard Stark in the sixth season of HBO. Season, in sixth season of HBO. <laughs> Today, the sixth wow. season of Game of Thrones. And now that I'm thinking about it, it was him. Wow, and he wasn't the Kingsman and stuff. Okay, but regardless, I would get involved in Elrond. I mean, Elrond can get it, in my opinion. With all those cloaks and stuff. He's he, but he's an elf, and he is basically like I don't really remember. He was a Hugh Hugo. 
weaving who go weaving in the originals mm-hmm. um but i don't really what was this what was he doing he was just being him right i don't know what 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 was he, he was doing? Just, he was just walking around being cute, in my opinion. Um, his main purpose is he's kind of like the intellectual. He he counsels the king. He goes and helps the forge. Not the forge. What's the the the? I can't remember the guy's name. Um, the one who like has made all these glorious things. So there's like like his hammers and all these other trinkets. Mm-hmm. He helps mm-hmm. kind of like build this forge up because we'll get into it with the story they're trying to figure out how to work with um, a specific ore and they need this new forge built to work with it. Cool. Cool. So he's kind of like a, like a, a Jack of all trades. Lord celebrant bro. Yes. Um, uh, he was old. He played was... by Charles Edwards and he, but he looked maybe like, 55. Did he look like 50, 55? Yeah. Like at the oldest, he looked 55, but like again, but still as when they age, Let's not get in a fight about this because I can't fight with you after fighting with you about Game of Thrones. I can't fight. I can't do it. I can't stomach it. And also, I'll win. Um, because you'll get loud in this moment when we talk. I told you that's part of my DNA. We get loud, okay? <laughs> oh, I can get you loud. Don't make, don't make me do it because <laughs> you, you hear this decibel my voice coming up. I will get loud. I, I will get back with you. I will shake these walls. <laughs> um, Who else do you want to talk about? Um, The other person I want to talk about uh, was, I got to find his name real here. Uh, Daniel Wayman playing the stranger. Um, so the stranger is in pretty much every episode. He's in the six of the eight along the same lines as all the other ones we've named. Uh, he is a character that they don't name that most people can kind of probably guess who he is if they've seen the movies or read the books. Um, but it's strange because they don't name who he is the entire time, but he's a stranger who's lost his memory found by the hobbits or the Harefoots in this world. Harfords. Um, yes. Uh, but he falls out of the sky from a meteor and comes to the earth that way. So you're trying to figure out who he is the entire series, this entire first season. Cool. Yeah. Um, so you will, let's get into the show itself. So spoilers. I'm yes, just gonna say it yes, now. Some, 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 just um, so you're ready. I, I'm going to lead with, with this comment. Um, you guys, I don't know what's happening in this show. <laughs> I'm very confused. It took a while to understand it. Part. Um, I mean, I, 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 so we know that there was like a big battle. Battle, mm-hmm. battle, 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 battle. Big war. War Elf, of the worlds. Elves were like, we're in battle. And then like, there's like lots of ash and thunder and and fire and then like the orcs are like we're in battle too and they're fighting against some guy named um morgoth yes and um you know fast forward a thousand years and boom he's gone so but there are people who still believe that there's evil out there galadriel um and they're like you know what we may have vanquished all this bullshit but well, I know something which we know when shows do that, and the person who says something's coming, nobody believes them, and then something comes, and then it's like, yeah, now half the world is fucking burning shit, and you all didn't believe me. Um, so let me ask: Did you ever watch the original trilogy, like the Fellowship, the Two Towers, like of the Lord of the Rings? Movies? One time, because they are literally eight hours long. They are each of them. It is it is very much a long series. It would take you. Almost six months to watch those three movies. Obviously, I'm being hyperbolic. Very accurate, but they're very long. Um, so in those movies, just like the journey, it the very opening scene of the very first movie talks about the legend of the One Ring. So there were, there's three. But rings. what does this have to do with the show? The 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 the, the Entire little scripture there is. Are you going to take me on a long walk and then leave me? No. Okay. So there are rings that are given to people around the world. There are three given to the elves. There are seven given to the dwarves. And nine given to the men. All like these rulers and lords. Then there's the one Sauron has. That's supposed to be the ring to control everybody and all the powers. The rings that are forged at the end of this season are the three for the elves. So you still have the dwarfen rings and the men, like the rings for the mankind. Um, 
but Sauron's the main evil of it all. So you're, this whole entire series here is building up for the battle that sets up those three movies. That's the whole point of this. Yeah, I knew that. So that's where Sauron is the main bad guy, but he is like the general behind Morog who is still alive and wanted to carry on his wishes once he was dead. So that's what they think is the thing coming down the line is Sauron. Okay, thank you for bringing it back around. I know you look, you look me directly in the face like I am not being led here, but no, no, I appreciate it. Yeah, so that's it. All of this is they mentioned hit the guy who was there had died, and this is like the growth of how Sauron came to power and began that war and did all of this other stuff. It, but I got it, that. I I, I okay. got that aspect of it. I just didn't understand a lot of the inner workings of this of this show. I think I I I, I found it is very confusing if you have not watched the other stuff. But I have watched the other stuff, and I still don't fucking get it. Like, and, and not to say I don't get it, because I'm 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 not saying like I was fully confused. I mm-hmm. I do think that I was watching episodes going, okay, cool, what? So, but 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 that is how it starts. Like they start mm-hmm. off with like. Hey, you know what, Galadriel, you're getting a little crazy and you're getting a little nuts, and you, ma'am, well, because Sauron need to killed ha- her brother. You, ma'am, need to have several seats. Other people die too. You know what? Like you weren't the only person who lost somebody. True. So I need you to take several seats. And uh, she's like, "Not nah, kid." So then they're like, "You know what? We're just going to declare peace and we go send your ass back home on a ship." But so she's trying to round, she's trying to warn the world of Sauron because he's the one who killed right. her brother. Like so, she's the the warning bell for him. Right. Um. And then she basically doesn't go into Elf Heaven, and she like jumps off the ship and leaves. <laughs> so this is where like that's where the, that's where we meet Halbrand and everything else. And mm-hmm. this is kind of how the story kind of progresses. It's her believing that hey, there's something in my gut that makes me feel like this isn't over. And I think she and she understands. Yeah, I might have gone to a dark place. Mm-hmm. While searching for, you know, this, this big the evil, yeah, vengeance is kind of, and, and I and and she goes, I think she gets that, and that's part of like her journey through this whole thing is just understanding that darkness. Um, but she's like, even if I am dark, she goes, I've got to, I, I I still believe this is what's going on. Um, in the process of this, and we can kind of separate this into the three, three different stories. Mm-hmm. In the process of this, she meets Halbrand, who's like the king of the Southlands or whatever, or. Yes leftover and then we come to Numenor such a strong Numenor Numenor which is uh basically like Bravos for Ring of Power it is that's what it reminded me of like lots of water lots of big statues lots of waterfalls the, the whole backstory um, is it so when the previous war happened men split off and most of them sided with like Sauron and the dark forces there was a group who sided with the elves and when they won, the elves gave these men this land. Yeah, they gave them Numenor, um, which uh, they have a queen and shit. And she says, but for some reason, uh, the people of Numenor have been like, you know what, kind of fuck elves, which is what everybody is feeling. I think what's going on is my take on it is that the elves have like have established this system of superiority over everybody, and they're like, you people in the Southlands who decide to si- side with you know the evil, like fuck that and fuck you. We will be keeping an eye on you, keeping an eye on yo bitch asses. Mm-hmm. And Numenor, you know what, you guys, thanks for helping. Here's some land, but we're gonna keep an eye on y'all asses too because we don't trust men like that. So I think that the elves are have this system of superiority, and people are like. You know what? I know you said fuck that and fuck you to us. We're saying fuck that and fuck you to you. And that's how kind of where Numenor is. The people have grown like annoyed by the elves of being of just the oversight. Well, and, and I and think not, that's 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 one thing. I, that's a point that I actually was able to pick up. But I don't know if that's correct or not. I think recently, because again, I don't know how long the elves have been in this country. They make very much a point of like 20 years is nothing to them. Like, like they live for centuries. They, they see all, they feel like they know better because they've seen and lived for so much longer. I don't think they've actually been watching over, uh, Numenor because they, they kicked the elves out. Like they, they haven't had them there for a while, but they were right. Which controlled is, by, so they don't want to have that happen again. That's what I was saying. Like, that's why that, that's why they have that, that kind of animosity. Yeah, yeah. They don't want to go back out because they're like, you know what? I don't want to be involved with that. You gave us this land and now you're like, yeah, yeah. we're better than you. And it's a whole thing. 
Um, so obviously they're reluctant to believe Galadriel and help, but the queen, Queen Muriel, mm-hmm. uh, whose father is bedridden, uh, the queen regent, um, ends up, you know, deciding, you know, we should, you know, she sees some vision and stuff like that. And she goes, you know what? We should go to Middle Earth and help fight this war. Well, That's and, coming. And the whole thing is when Galadriel lands on the shore with them, they literally all she asked for is like just give me a ship and take me back to middle earth like you don't i'm not even asking for your right, right, people to come right. help fight just take me over and that's where no ship has made that voyage in so long they, they don't go to middle earth they are self you know yeah. sustaining here so that was like a big ask and i mean even halbrin was like i'm just gonna stay here and be a blacksmith like fuck that i'm not gonna go back to middle earth that world's gone for me. The Southlands have been taken. My people are dead. I can't help them. Let me stay here. And that's where they kind of have a little bit of a division until Galadriel kind of starts manipulating everybody and gets her way and gets everybody to go to Middle Earth with her. All right. And we, and we do meet some characters in Numenor that we're not going to go into. But yeah. um, but then on, on the flip side of that story, there is... We talked about uh, Arendir and uh, Bronwyn, who uh, Arendir is a, a soldier we follow for a good part of it, an elven soldier. Um, and, you know, he, his whole story, um, like he's in love with the human, obviously, we can tell that. Um, and then, you know, he does get captured by the Yorks for a little bit, mm-hmm. you know. I think he's been like a tower, like at that tower watching the humans for like right. 70 ish years or right. something. Um, and, his story ends up, you know, growing a little bit because he learns a little bit about what the orcs are doing. He under he sees what, what what's what their plan is in a way. He's given a message, and he really uh, in the show helps Broadwin kind of bring this town up to force. You know, mm-hmm. try and have them, you know, fight uh, fight for their land, fight for fight against the orcs and everything like, everything like that. So they that is a big part of what he does. Broadwin is obviously the other pillar of that as someone who was the different different from uh, Galadriel because um when Bronwyn learned that, that that things were fucked up she was telling the townspeople and they were like sure bitch and then they kill an orc and she comes back like hey here's an orc head who believes me now and everybody's like let's pack our shit let's go y'all so well also <laughs> i think the fact that as you said, the people don't want to listen to elves she's kind of the voice of the people to be like no no no, no we need them. They're good fighters and kind of like allowed them to yeah. kind of like get along. Yeah. Um, and then you guys, there are so many split off stories. Like, like we, we can't, we're not going to go so deep into all of them, but there, then we also have the Harfoots, um, who are, who come across the stranger in, in, in the ground. We have, mm-hmm. um, Nori and, um, what's the other one? Rose? No. So Nori is like, uh, Nori Brandyfoot and Poppy uh, and Poppy. Poppy, Poppy, George, George and Poppy, Poppy Carlton. Do you remember that show? It was called Almost Royal, and uh, it was a reality show. I think it was. I still don't remember if it was real or not, but it was called. <laughs> uh, it was. What did I say it was called? Almost Royal. Almost Royal. I've not seen it. It was like these. This is George and Poppy Carlton. They are fifteenth and sixteenth in line for the English throne successively, oh and they. It was just like them uh, going around like America. Uh, like doing dumb shit basically, but oh, wow. I forgot about that show. Almost Royal, Poppy Carlton, <laughs> Poppy. Um, but yes, they are uh basically the hobbits. Yeah, you know, and they move from place to place, whatever. So Nori finds a stranger and basically is like, "Hey, maybe we can like take care of him or help him." Yeah, because we're just, nice, we're friendly, whatever. Yeah, he's just out on his own falling from the sky right, doesn't right. know anybody he was to help him right um and and, and, he, and he does you know he, he follows them she we have we have we have our terminator to you know situation yeah. where she's trying to teach him things he doesn't know words and you know trying to help him out and they kind of notice that he has some power a little bit uh-huh. um and as they're traveling we also see these three white cloaked figures with yep. burned fingers and not burned fingers but like ashed fingers mm-hmm. and whatever like following so obviously there's something sinister going on there with the harfoots and the stranger yeah traveling across the lands then there's another story what's the other story this is where i felt the other story is the only one i really understood 
the with the Elrond and the dwarves. Elrond is so cute, y'all. He's so cute. Um, so first off, so Elrond is again like kind of like the jack of all trades, helps everybody where he can. Uh, he is tasked with helping this man build the forge and kind of make his newest invention. Um, but they need to have it done quickly. And the only way they can think of how to do that is to have someone who can work with rock yeah. easier. So they go and try to parlay with the dwarves. The dwarves. Um, Elrond has like a very lasting, uh, bro- I'm calling it a bromance because it's yeah, a Yeah, 100% of romance. Of romance. With, uh, with with uh, Durin, who's Prince Durin. Yes. Uh, who um, is the prince of the dwarves. Um, and um, he basically, he basically meets up with them, right? And he's, Elrond is really sit on this one errand. But I think really what's happening is the the elves kind of manipulated Elrond. They did. And they sent him there hoping that his friendship with, with Prince Durham would help him find something to help them besides this forge. Like he, they, he went in saying, I want to help with this forge. But the elves really were saying, you know what? Here's the deal. Our land is kind of dying, and we are hoping that Elrond runs into something that can help us uh, unknowingly, right? It's convoluted. Yeah, so as you said, their land is dying. So the power the elves have that allow them to defy age and like natural death the light. is the light. The light. That is leaving them and not allowing them to be... Like they can't feel the effects anymore in Middle Earth, right. so they either die and stay here, or go home, or go home. Um, but they 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 try to find something that can maybe imbue them with the power of the light again. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. they find what they're looking for. Well, they don't find it. El- Durin Prince Durin already know already has it. Yes, and Elrond learns of it. That's but there. Elrond doesn't know what it is. Yes, or what it. Is supposed to do, and neither does Durin. Neither does Prince Durin. Prince Durin's just like, "Ooh, this is really cool." You know, we're miners, and blah blah blah. blah Until blah. about episode six, when the king meets with Durin, has dinner. Durin goes back to the caverns, and then he talks to Elrond and kind of fills in that this ore they're looking for was created based on the myth by an elf imbuing its power into a tree, which seeped into the rock. So it has the power of the person who first created the light power of light yeah um so we basically this is a whole weird little parlay with them because because um elrond is 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 such a a fierce elrond and during such fierce friends yes and they 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 really you know oaths and stuff like that so it's really this tug of war for elrond's character because he's like i have to either be forced to I either have to watch my people die or break an oath. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, I, I, he, they, they, he's really kind of in this, in this horrible spot of, of, of what do I do? Um, I do, and the, even the whole time, the King, the Dwarven King and Prince Duran knew something else was going on yeah. in the background. Like they were like, something else is happening. Aaron didn't really see that. Um, but, it, it 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 was really like a like I think that story to me was the one I followed the easiest, even though it was most convoluted talking about it. Probably. Um and it was really it was really one of the one of the ones that I enjoyed the most, to be honest. And it's as little how they didn't like like play it down any, but I feel like it's one of the ones that's most intricate to the rest of the series as it grows. It's gonna be the most involved mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. everything they do in the future. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um and I need to go back and watch there's two things I caught that I want to go back and make sure I heard. A, how long do dwarves live? I need to, I need to figure this out. Know. Because I think, if I heard right, the uh, Doran's son is Gentry, which is the elf in, or the dwarf in the Lord of the Rings movies. I think. That means nothing to me. But that's right. But that's right. <laughs> but that's right. It's like if you said those is like centuries before those movies, I'm like that. It's said thousands be right. of years. So yes, yeah, so I'm like that. Can't, unless there's just like Gentry the fourth, they just don't like mention. So like I'm trying to figure out how long they live because that might actually like they might be setting up like characters for the movies in this too a little bit. I'm, I I I mean that more than Galadriel and, and Elrond. I'm glad you'll map that out because I don't remember those movies enough to care. To be honest, <laughs> I, that, that was one thing I caught. I was like, did they say Gentry? Was that? Is that the dwarf from the Fellowship of the Rings? The fact that you remember that is great for your brain because I'm 
I, I watched the Lord of the Rings trilogy to get through the Lord of the Rings trilogy. So like I've only watched it once or twice. I just feel bad because Ned Stark dies also. Or t- what? Sean Bean, Ned Stark's in Lord of the Rings. Girl, who knew? Um, he dies in the first one. A very horrible death. Of course he does. Um, but you guys, this this does have like a lot of, and, and as I said, I, it was confusing for me to watch a little bit. I think like I think it's just because I don't know a lot of the story personally. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think it was just it, it, it was a lot of storylines, but I don't think it was they really took a in my opinion, I think I'm already kind of slowly falling into watch or not. I feel like they take a pacing of a first season of Game of Thrones kind of thing. Just it a was little, very like a jaunt, like slightly faster, slightly yeah. faster than the first season, because obviously the first season of Game of Thrones, like it was taking people like eight episodes to get to one place and these people were traveling. But I do think it really kind of had a really good feel as far it, it had a really good like movement. I didn't, it wasn't, I didn't understand it because it, it, why because those moving too fast? I think it was just a lot of information. That I think they expect you to have. There's a lot of moving pieces. Like I said, if you haven't really watched the, I, I will say the Hobbit isn't really probably necessary, but like the Fellowship of the Rings movies, a little bit of information from that's probably needed. Yeah, maybe because I, I barely remember a lot of it, but I can figure it out. Yeah. Um, you want to jump think, into Bay of the Week, or do you want to? Yeah, 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 let's do Bay of the Week. Okay. Um, who do you think? I'm leaning towards Elrond. I actually think it's a couple. I think it is. Um, I think it's Robert Arameo who plays Elrond, and I also think that it is Orwain Arthur who plays uh, Prince Durin the Fourth. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Um, I think that I think those two really were like in a show that's really like a lot. They really were two spots that like any honestly, and this is not a lie. Anytime it came on screen, I was like, oh. Like we're back here. Yes. They, they definitely like, stole the spotlight when they were together. Um, I was excited every time they were both on the screen. If I'm being fully honest, I mean, if, it, if, if if it had to go to one, I w- if it had to go to one, it might be Duran. Honestly, just because they were, he was funny and he was fun, but they were just both really fun together. So I really enjoy both of them. They, and I'll I'll go. I'm okay with the pair. They they definitely convinced me that they actually had a twenty plus year bromance going on i think it was more than 20 years he hadn't been to see him in 20 years so that's the only like range i know yeah i mean best friends can not see each other for that long and pick right up where they left off so yeah so like over 20 years of friendship they, they made me believe that was real where are you going to only 20 years of friendship i don't have any other range of how long they've known each other oh so i'm just going like more than 20 years they've known each other for a very long time there's jeremy's attitude popping up again y'all. it I'm really sorry. is i'm sorry i don't know trying my best like, not like, to be snippy like like no be snippy look i i deserve it like i'm not i, I am not calling myself a victim here you are the victim you are full on the victim of me at this moment i'm perfectly fine with these to be three but please be snippy back put me in my place but yes daddy. for a friendship that has been there for very long put me my place daddy they they definitely conveyed that to me in their acting. The two of them together, when like you said, it definitely I I perked up and listened when they were communicating. Put them hands around my neck. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm totally fine. Elrond and Doran. Choke me. Great. Um, Elrond, not you. Or if you want to, you say whatever is fun. Uh, um, watch or not. I think it, I I could I could quickly say even if I was confused a little bit. I I still think it's a watch. Like this 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 show is this this came to this show. If if, if I can compare the gravitas mm-hmm. of this show, like I got the epicness of this show. Okay. Um, it, it, I mean, and, and I, even though it's different tones, I, I put it next to obviously House of the Dragon. Oh, for sure. And I think this one. I think they both. I think they both were were good. This one just had this air of like. It could just be a brighter show. I don't know, but it really just felt like an epic, and I think that's just the source material and the way that it's written to be epic. And What's huge. also more fanciful, like it's it's definitely you don't have the elves and the dwarves and all that stuff in Game of Thrones. You have dragons. I get that, but and and maybe and maybe part of it is because like 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 I've said, I've never I haven't watched Lord of the Rings since they came out, like mm-hmm. in the early two thousands. So. I didn't even watch the Hobbit. Movie. I haven't. I haven't watched anything Lord of the Rings since those movies. Yeah. So to me, maybe it's like, oh, this is new and it's like bright. And with Game of Thrones or House of 
House of, as I said, at House of the Dragon being a spinoff of Game of Thrones, I've, I haven't, I, I haven't been out of that world long enough for it to feel new and shiny and cool. That's not to take away from this show because it really was really good. But I think that's part of the reason why I elevated slightly above House of Dragon because I haven't been in that world for a long time. And I'm like, oh, hey, girl, how you been? Um, I'll just say I, I do think it's worth. I definitely do think it's worth. It's worth watching. It 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 is a it is a really well done, cute, cool show. So I go back to the, so Game of Thrones to me is is definitely because you're comparing the two is definitely more like realistic in real life. Like it, like if you take the dragons out, you're still armies, medieval. Like it's very. I don't it, think I would agree with that. It but could be more realistic than a world that has elves, dwarves, hobbits, witches, wizards, like all this type of stuff, like like magical rings that can make you go invisible. Like you don't have that type of stuff in Game of Thrones. But I think, and maybe I'm 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 misconstruing here, it does feel a little bit lighter and newer, but I think they did play up like the brightness and like the color of it because I think they were trying and and is my takeaway, they were trying to show you like what the world used to be in Lord of the Rings before like the Sauron and all the darkness took over. Because in some of the Lord of the Rings movies, it gets pretty dark. Because it's been like the eye of Sauron is watching over everybody. Like you're in that like torture. I get you. Yeah. So I feel like they're like they're playing up like here's like the lovely bright area before all this happened. We're trying to show you what that was. Cool. Uh, but I'm gonna say it's a watch. Also, I I was I was very pleasantly like with these being an hour or more at every episode. Yeah, I forgot about that. Shit. I honestly couldn't tell. First night I sat down, I watched three yeah, episodes. I couldn't tell either. Actually, I, I, yeah. I watched three episodes. And I was like, it's been three hours. Like I I got into the show, and I haven't had that in a long time. Yeah, these episodes are really long, but I, I agree. I think I, I think I was like, well, how long is that fucking episode, girl? And then I finished. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess it wasn't that bad. Yeah, so I, I definitely say it's a watch. Um, my last question to you, and I'm just doesn't even thoughts out. Yes, I will marry Elrond. Thanks. So, Amazon has spent over seven hundred million dollars on this. You show. really want to put this, bring this up, down I'm not. Did you? Do you think it made a difference? Do you think? I it, don't know. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't have money like that to know that kind of stuff. Okay, it, it's just it's the most expensive show ever made. Like, so compared to any other show you like, like a Stranger Things or something else. Could you tell a difference in the quality or the amount of money they threw at this show compared to like Stranger Things or because that's the second most expensive show or um, a Game of Thrones or something else? This Did is, it make a difference? Again, you, you did this to me earlier. Your point of view is that the fact that this movie, this show, they spent a lot of money, in your opinion, the quality looks a lot better based on the money they've spent. So you already know your point of view. So you just no. want to confirm your point of view. No, I don't know. I said, I don't know if it made it any Guys, better. We're in a fight. Let's fight. Let's do we're it. In a fight. I don't, I don't know. I don't think about stuff like that. And, and the reason I ask is Amazon has been very vocal about how much they spent. They want you to know we dropped a shit ton of money on this. Yeah, like you want people to know they dropped a shit ton of money on this. But I'm like for someone who like, they want, you to know, like we put some time, like some money behind the show. I don't know if the money made a difference in the quality of it because I don't know what we would have gotten if you hadn't put the money behind the when show. You, when you phrase it that way, I, no, I, I, like I said, I, I, I couldn't, I, I don't know if I would be able to tell the difference. Yeah. Like this to me, not knocking the show, it's very similar to like a Game of Thrones or something I've seen, which also puts lots of money in the shows, but like, did it's you hard have for, to, it's hard for me to say it's it, it's like okay well in order for me to understand that you would have to put out episode one of rings of power without all the money behind it and let me see it with like or or put or do episode one with a reasonable amount of money yeah and put that out and then me watch it next to it then i could be like oh okay i get it and let me know like a cost benefit analysis of like what all the stuff that you took out just because you didn't have the money like i don't know they like they like doubled the amount of my like the closest thing to like was Stranger Things where we went to this earlier. Like they doubled the amount per episode spent, and that's and like so this whole Game of Thrones is less than that. So they they more than doubled what a Game of Thrones has spent an episode, and I think Game of Thrones is a spectacular show. And the fact that you think you had to spend that much money to make a good show, I wonder what it would have been like if they hadn't. Yeah, I guess. That's, that, that's, I don't think about that kind of stuff. I don't care. Anymore. I just like, with them wanting people to know that they spent a lot of money and having that much put in there. I'm like. I kind of want to see what it would have been like if you hadn't. Like, would it would the story still held up and had me enjoyed as much if I didn't have all the 
Technicolor, like CGI stuff that was in there. Just curious. Okay. Well, you, you petition them on that, um, <laughs> and uh, you you fight that fight, and um, I you heard it here first, guys. And it's gonna fight a fight with Amazon to try and figure out they're gonna try to release that that episode with just a green screen uh, for his own <laughs> personal amusement. I want behind the scenes footage. Um, but yeah, I think both uh, a watch from both of us. I do, I do think it's a, it's a it's a really cool show. Yes, to be prepared for the longer episodes. Um, There's about two where I, I yeah. kind of drug. Otherwise, the other six were really good. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what, guys? Happy Halloween. I was saying this is going to release on Halloween. Yeah, happy Halloween, I guess. And happy November, whatever. I'm not a Halloween person. You ready for Black Friday? Don't care. Um, honestly, this I, I could just life can go. I'm not gonna kill myself or anything. But I'm over it. Wow. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm victimizing everybody. I'm just gonna pull this sour mood across the city. For the rest you need of to go day. get some more donuts, something to make you feel better. You got my face. We gonna have some words. We already have words. We gonna clap back. I don't know. I, I don't need to do that. I need to play that game with you. <sighs> All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Watch or Not with Jay and MJ. Interact and give us suggestions on what to watch at watchornotpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at watchornot underscore pod. And don't forget about Instagram, you guys, at watchornotpod. Don't forget you can support the pod by joining our Patreon at Watch or Not with Jay and MJ. And subscribe and leave a review wherever you guys listen to podcasts. Talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.